welcome to our first full-length episode. I'm Ree. And I'm Nee. And we first want to say thank you so much to everyone who gave our first episode a listen and took the time to leave us feedback and fill out our question submission form. If you haven't filled it out, it'll of course be linked down below. Now, before we get into it, Nira, what are your intentions for this episode? Uh, I think I want to have fun this episode. We're still kind of getting used to this, so, you know, just have a little fun, have the people catch the vibe, you know. Yeah. What are your intentions for this episode? Honestly, everything you just said, and I want to feel some positive energy, I want to feel comfortable, and I want to feel confident. Like, we're recording this on a Thursday night, and I just, I want to feel good. I want to feel good. Yeah, it's been, it's been a week. It has. A long week. I've seen you every day this week. Literally every day. We spent some good time together. Yeah. Lots of time. It, was it too much? <laughs> I don't think it was too much. I think it was just the right amount. Had it been any more? Good to know. It might have been a little too much. Noted. All right, y'all. Let's get into our affirmation for this episode. Our affirmation for today is going to be, I am creating the happiness I want in my life every day. I like that. I love it. How do you feel about that? It's perfect. Honestly, it's perfect. It's exactly what I need today. Thanks for sharing that affirmation. I hope you all who are listening um, said it to yourselves or listen to us and really internalize that moving forward. Um, but now I kind of want to talk about reality TV. We have a few updates from The Real Housewives of Potomac. Now, we're not going to go into too much detail because this is not a reality podcast, but if you follow Potomac, you'll know what we're talking about. So, Robin Dixon allegedly got married and did this all while knowing about Juan's affair, allegedly, if you can call it an affair. But apparently, she was talking about it on her podcast, Reasonably Shady, and made listeners go to her Patreon to learn the truth. Like... They talked about it fully on the podcast, and she didn't finish the story and made her viewers and her listeners go pay to get the truth. And so, as you can imagine, producers are really upset, but Robin says the only reason why Juan's name was on a random hotel receipt was because apparently he ran into a woman who forgot her wallet, and he wanted to cover the cost of her hotel. So, um, what do you think about that? Well, the reason that she was making people pay is because they broke. I just, I just put that together. Did you say that before? Is that what you said? No. <laughs> no, you said how they paying for a hotel when they broke. Yeah, how is Juan paying for some random woman's hotel to be nice and be helpful when they're broke? He spent their last. <laughs> and so now she's getting the money back. Telling people what happened. She's a fucking yeah. idiot. Like, girl. And she must take us for yeah. a fucking fool. Honestly. Everyone in fucking Potomac knows that Juan be holding hands with the bitch by the water. do In Georgetown. Bitch, don't play with us. What do you think about that? I think it's... It's dumb. Obviously, 
Juan and Robin don't have the money to just be helpful for other people, like to drop hundreds of dollars on a hotel room for someone you don't know. Like he clearly was there meeting someone else. And Robin thinks that we're all dumb and just going to fall for it. So yeah, that's how, that's how I feel about the situation. I truly believe that if they actually are married, it's because of his, um, situation at his school with his basketball player and his assistant coach. And if they're married, she doesn't have to testify against him. So she didn't have a choice but to get married to him, even while knowing his situation and what he's doing. So that's that on that. That's a, another really good point I honestly didn't even think about. Oh, just mess. It's a whole lot mess. But also, do we believe the Mia Wendy story that Mia is telling? That like Mia actually like touched her and like they did stuff and then she was like oh, we need to stop because our husbands don't approve yes yeah i feel like that's bullshit <laughs> i think mia's a liar um but also if we look at mia throughout the season she will lie and then like fix her lies so i don't really know at this point I think that Wendy may have been spread eagle for her, but I don't believe that Wendy was all looking glass into her and trying to touch, touch. So I don't know. I guess we'll see how this plays out on the next, on the last episode and the reunion. Okay. Also, do we believe what the girlies are saying about Karen? Hmm. I think to an extent, yes. I believe in blue eyes. I don't necessarily know about all that other stuff, but I would love to hear your perspective. I personally think that Karen be out here fucking <laughs> any and everybody. I won't say any and everybody, but I mean like when you're drunk, not me. Because <laughs> my boyfriend listens to this. No, I'm just joking, but... Not me, but some people are a lot more free and more willing to do things when they're drunk. And we've seen Karen drunk. So I don't think it's too far-fetched that she's in the bathroom doing her thing. I'm not going to say with everybody, but maybe with a few people. And also, it seemed like this was no surprise to any of the girls except for Mia. That's a good point. That's, so That's a really good point. Yeah. Have I asked you a random question yet? I don't know, but I'm going to now. So, we're going to take it back to OG Twitter. Okay. Um, Who's sitting in the front seat? You or his mama? <laughs> I'm dead. Um. Okay, so this, I could probably, I mean, we could probably talk about this forever, like do a whole podcast on it, like relationships with moms and sons. But I personally think that if I'm your wife, I'm sitting next to you. No question about it. If he wants his mom to sit up front, the reason that she should sit up front is because she has like a disability or there's something that like makes her sit up front. Otherwise, she's in the back. Well, he said you in the back. So now what? You leaving him? <laughs> um, I'm going to ask him why. Because they're in love with each other. Now what? Then I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm done. You know how it'd be. These boys, they, it really be the mamas in love with their sons. Yeah. But. A little, a little too close I don't with my business. 
you know, you know. It's enough for me. She got to go in another car. Point blank, period. She can't ride with us. Good luck. Yeah. Take an Uber. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks for answering my question. All right. So, today we have a couple Reddit stories from people asking if they're the asshole and they're all about race. I'm really excited to get going with these. Um, They're a little bit wild, so let's just get started. Let's do this. So the first story we have is, am I the asshole for making a joke about my girlfriend's race? A bit of context here before I begin. My girlfriend, 16 female, and I, 16 male, have been dating for eight months now, and she's Blasian, which is important for later, and I'm Hispanic. She has a dad who's also Blasian and is not that a part of her life as much. He only texts her once in a while, so I don't blame my girlfriend for missing him so much. Also, my girlfriend is very insecure about some things. One important example is her Asian eyes. I've told her multiple times that I love her eyes, but she doesn't love them. Today, I decided to make some ramen, and she also followed up with me to make some with me, and we're both doing this on FaceTime. Once we're finished with it, we got to our tables to eat ramen, and she was using chopsticks to eat her ramen. I can tell a 16-year-old wrote this, anyway. (laughs) So when I saw her using it, I mentioned it to her and how she knew how to use it. Before she got the chance to respond, I made the Asian eye face with my fingers. Of course, after I did it, I say it's a joke and did apologize. But the damage was done. She was upset the rest of the night after I had made that expression. After all of this, I asked her if she wanted to play games, and she said sure. During one of our gaming sessions, I did apologize one more time and took 100% responsibility for her being upset. But she was quiet. After a few more games later, she called me bro, and this is important because we call each other baby and make it seem like it's bad to say bro. So of course, I mentioned it jokingly, and she said, I can call you whatever because you want to be racist. After her saying this, I apologized again and said it was all jokes. But then she proceeded to saying there's a difference between normal and racist jokes. After this, she left. I was upset at myself, so I went back to text her to have a good night and that I loved her and she left me on red. Then I was going to go to deliver a final message before I went to sleep. But then she started to argue with me about how I only cared about my feelings and how insecure she is and her missing her dad. To be honest, I feel like I'm the asshole because I know how much she missed him and how insecure she is about being Asian, but I wasn't thinking about that at the time. So, am I the asshole? Immediate, yes. Like, the fuck? If you had to ask, then yes. Fuck. Why would you do that? Yeah. The uh, most common vote is asshole. And um, let's see. The first comment is, you're the asshole. You're really still pulling on the corners of your eyes in 2022? You made fun of a known insecurity? You're not the brightest bulb in the bunch. You were being racist. Racist jokes is still just racism. Yeah, I agree. I feel like this one, we don't even have to debate. It's like, I mean, he's also 16. It's not an excuse, but like, just do better. And like, he's a person of color you would think that he would kind of be a little bit more cautious about those things um but it just goes to show that like 
it literally doesn't matter. Anyone can be like biased and rude. Yeah, it's absolutely like to do that to your girlfriend though. Like, bro, I'll be breaking up with you. Are you insane? Don't play with me. Yeah, don't play with it. Seriously, don't play with it. Don't play with it. And I'd be calling him bro all day. No, dead ass. (laughs) But I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm gonna just leave, and you know what else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. This next one is, am I the asshole for being, quote, racist to my son's girlfriend? This is pretty recent. It's from 13 days ago. I, 39 male, have a son, 17 male, who recently got a girlfriend. His girlfriend is black and very nice, kind, beautiful young lady. That's a little creepy, but whatever. I've met her and invited her for dinner and family events plenty of times and she's a joy to be around but recently my mother has been staying with us because she's recovering from a surgery she had and she's going on 70 years old so she can't do much on her own long story short my mother is a classic racist and being a raging narcissist and she is not one to hold back from her opinions i showed her a photo of my son and his girlfriend and she went on a two-hour rant about bloodlines and kept saying they quote don't look right And when I said she was coming to dinner, she said, doesn't want the girl near her because it'll, quote, disturb her. So last minute, I told her she could not come. My son has been trying to invite his girlfriend over every day since, but I said no multiple times due to his grandmother being here and her saying she doesn't want her near her. I just don't want any problems. But he argues that I'm being a complacent racist by even allowing her to be here and even more so for not allowing her to come over to quote protect a racist he says i should have told her to leave the moment my mother said all that stuff but my mother is an elderly woman who can hardly make it on her own as it is definitely much harder after surgery though i don't agree with her i cannot just leave her to fend for herself i literally do not know what to do my wife says my son is right about me being complacent but of course She'd agree because her and my mother don't get along well. I know I'm not a damned racist, but now everyone's saying I'm aiding one by taking my mother's side. So, am I the asshole? The f- Yes! Yes. (laughs) You're such an asshole. Like, first of all, fuck grandma. Yeah. Fuck grandma. Grandma, go to the home. Let them help you after surgery. This is my son's home. And his girlfriend is welcome here. Fuck, are you crazy? Friend, how do you feel about this? I have a lot of feelings. Like, the son is only 17. So the girlfriend is probably around that age too, which is like a very formative time. And she could be taking this so personally. Like, I would take it personally now. And... I don't know. I feel like this is going to shape her for a long time, but there is an edit to this one. So I'm going to read that. Hello, everyone. Last night I posted this after me and my son argued over this all day and my wife is giving me the silent treatment. I can barely reply to anyone because the mods locked this post. I woke up this morning with thousands of notifications. I just posted this thinking maybe 20 people would reply. The messages and comments are overwhelming, but I will answer everything as best as I can. Firstly, no, I cannot afford to put my mother in a home. I'm not rich and I'm not poor, but I do have three children I need to provide for and my wife. 
The savings I have, I won't spend on anything but their college funds. And my mother definitely doesn't have the money to afford those homes. She lives by herself with me and my younger sister occasionally going over a few times a week to help her. The situation is just special because she had a benign tumor removed. If I could have, I would have had her stay with my sister, but my sister is pregnant and very soon to go into labor. So I offered her to stay. She's a difficult person to be around, but she's my mother and she still has about seven more weeks until she's able to go back to being on her own. Second, I have no problem with my son's girlfriend. I actually would be happy if he chose to settle down with her in the future. I want to welcome her in my home. She had been coming over and basically been a part of the family for months now up until this. And now my son says she thinks we won't want her around anymore. I can see why people are saying I'm the asshole after reading through. I still am unaware how to go about this. People are saying I should invite her over and tell my mom that she will not say anything out of the norm to her or else I'll send her off. But people are also saying I should not bring her over knowing it's a possibility that my mother will do something anyway. Kicking my mother to the curb for now is not an option, but I will privately tell his girlfriend the situation and ask her what she would like to do and make arrangements from there. Also, people are calling my son an asshole for wanting her to come over because of this. I'm okay with being criticized on here, but please do not shame my son. I think he's just getting anxious because... He and her don't go to the same school, and the only way they see each other is at my house because my son says her father is very overprotective and intimidates him every time he goes to her house. That feels problematic, Um, but anyway. I do understand I was going about this in a very easy way by just doing what my mother says for the time being because I did not want to start drama. But she is the bad guy in the situation and she is the one who needs to change and I should not be accommodating her prejudiced ways and my son nor his girlfriend should not have to suffer because of her. Thanks for all the advice. What do you think? I don't know if he should talk to her. I mean, I'm I'm assuming the son has already told his girlfriend the situation. Yeah. I would think. I don't know. I think that if you want to take care of mom... Take her to her house yeah, and stay there with her. Your family will be okay without you for a few weeks and it will still allow your son to have access to his girlfriend. But also, like, why would you want a racist in your house? I'm sick of that whole, oh, it's my mom. It's my mom. Fuck your mom. You need to cut toxic racist people off. Fuck that. Fuck your mom. I agree. I mean, like, even if you claim to not be racist, like, he is complacent like that is still racism allowing for your mother to say and like spew whatever she wants about your son's girlfriend who you say that you want them to like get married settle down whatever like you have to make those decisions and weigh what is most valuable in your life and I mean he could potentially lose his son over this like if they're that serious like it's a very real thing that they just walk out and say, fuck you, dad. Like, I'm going to go and we're going to live a great life, which honestly they should do if he doesn't change. The top comment on this got 27 awards and they say, hey, OP, your wife doesn't agree with your son because she doesn't get along well with your mother. She agreed with him because he was right. 
Story time. I'm half black, my mother's white, and my stepfather, I'll call him dad, is white. While visiting my dad's dying grandfather in the hospital, one of my dad's uncles made an extremely racist comment. My dad started arguing with him because, well, we are his daughters, and you don't talk about this man's daughters like that. Out of nowhere, grandpa shoots up, gets out of his hospital bed, while his monitors are going crazy walks over and punches my dad's uncle so hard he fell on his ass. Grandpa proceeded to say that he would rather die right then and there than watch someone he loves be so incredibly racist to such loving, kind children. Grandpa kicked that uncle out the room and that man wasn't allowed back in. And Grandpa made everyone promise not to let him go to his funeral. OP, that's what you said your son's girlfriend is. She's nice and kind, yet you're 100% allowing your mother to say whatever she wants and saying your son's girlfriend isn't allowed over because of this. This girl has done nothing and will now remember this for a long time. You're punishing your son and his girlfriend because your mother's racist. You're the asshole. That was perfect. I mean, I need the story, but... <laughs> like, okay, anyways. I get the picture they were trying to paint. <laughs> that's nice. But yeah, no, that's like valid. If you don't stand up to racist, then what does that make you? Like... The last story we have is, am I the asshole for calling a black child Tiana? Quick background for those who are not familiar with Disney's massive princess lineup. There are several Disney princesses and each one has an iconic dress that kids usually wear when dressing up as that princess. Tiana, the only black Disney princess, has a green dress. Okay, on with the story. So my niece just had her seventh birthday party on Sunday and I was there. The theme was Disney princesses, and all the little girls were encouraged to show up as princesses. They were like nine-ish kids that showed up to the party, and one of them was black. Her dress was green. Now, I wasn't spending much time with the kids. I mostly was just talking to other adults at the party, but I still interacted with them. Having seen most Disney movies, I recognized most of the costumes and would refer to the kids as the name of the character they were dressed as and quote your royal highness and say like quote thank you for coming all the way from Arendelle to celebrate princess ariel's birthday end quote etc you get it it's a kid's party and i was trying to go along with the vibe so back to the girl in the green dress i walked past her while i was carrying some sodas to the snack table and said quote oh princess tiana you look so lovely while well, the kid looked upset her mom looked annoyed and said quote she's tinkerbell don't you see the wings? Sure enough, her costume had wings on the back. I don't know how I missed them. I felt awkward, so I just said, oops, and then ran off. I definitely was embarrassed, but I didn't think it was that big a deal. Yesterday, however, my sister called and chewed me out for, quote, mocking that poor little girl and, quote, making a scene at niece's party. There was no scene. The mom was annoyed, but she didn't yell at me, so there wasn't a scene. Apparently, the little girl loves fairies and was super excited to be Tinkerbell, and I kind of ruined it for her. It was a genuine mistake, but my sister is still mad and keeps asking if I would have made the same mistake with a white child, which, to be honest, probably not. But it was a mistake. Am I the asshole? Let me keep it a stack. When I first um, heard, like, the, you know, description or whatever, I was like, bitch, yes. But... I first of all, I didn't know Tinkerbell was a fucking princess, yeah i don't think so, she is oh exactly so baby first of all y'all didn't follow the directions um so with that said i actually do not think she's the asshole 
Okay. Because, I mean, I probably would have made the same mistake. Got it. Follow directions next time. Um, There's a couple edits. The Disney princess theme was more of a suggestion than a directive. There was also an Elsa there, and she's not a princess either. The wording of the invitations was something like, quote, princesses of all realms, come celebrate Princess Ariel's seventh birthday in your finest formal attire. So it was open to interpretation. They also included a picture of what the dress looks like, which we can't show you, but um, definitely looks like Tinkerbell to me. I don't know. The wings. The wings do it. And the fact that they said, or would I have made the same mistake with a white child? Probably not. Which means like they were definitely generalizing based on race. But um, I don't know. I mean, I could see it either way. The vote on this one is asshole. This person says, oops, and run turned it into you're the asshole. Another person said, I agree. Oops, sorry I didn't notice the wings. I just saw a green dress and thought Tiana would have been way better than running away. Could have apologized more and explained green dress, etc. I feel like that's low-key too much. Like, I don't know. I mean, again, I still feel the same. Because, like, okay, Elsa, no, she's not a princess. But, yeah, because she's a queen. Like, don't play with her. (laughs) So I would get why someone would dress up as her. I'm still not fully comprehending why someone would dress up as Tinkerbell. I honestly would not have recognized that as a Tinkerbell costume. Yeah. But, um, and I probably, I mean, maybe if I saw the wings, but like she didn't see the wings. Yeah. And also, I don't know. I just feel like if a little girl is dressed up in green, I probably would assume that she's Tiana. Now, if she's dressed up in like a Belle outfit... Then I'm like, okay, Belle. Yeah. But Green didn't see the wings. I just don't think she's asshole. And the oops, like, it was probably awkward for her. And that's okay. So, yeah. I just, I think everyone else is overreacting. Um, yeah. yeah. I genuinely think it was an honest mistake. That's valid. Let's just do one more. Um, I know we said the last one was the last one, but this will be the last one. <laughs> Period. Because we said so. And it's our podcast. Exactly. Okay. Am I the asshole for accidentally calling my black friend the N-word? Yes. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even think we need to... Immediate yes. Oh, and he actually wrote out the N-word too. Anyway. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) So let's get into it. So my friends and I are in college theater. Some of them I've known for a few years now, and we're all pretty comfortable with each other. When we were crafting props yesterday, we were discussing upcoming plays in the fall. One of them is the play adaptation of Huck Finn. We were talking about who would be good for whatever role, and I pointed to Malik, my friend who happens to be African-American, and jokingly said, yeah, he'd make a great N gym. But he, like, wrote out the N-word. A few who understood the reference laughed, but Malik was not amused. He basically told me to fuck off and didn't talk to me for the rest of the day, period. I tried to make light of it later on in the parking lot by shouting, see you later, Jim, but he didn't respond. I don't want it to be awkward between us now. I'm not racist. Some of my favorite musicians are black. Am I the asshole for making this joke? Um, you're not an asshole. You're racist. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not oh, funny. My friend is black. Well, yeah. Now your friend don't like you. So now what you gonna say? Oh, this is bad. 
And no one just randomly says that. No. I don't care. It's not a joke. And you're lucky Malik didn't punch you in the face. Seriously. Because then you would have been crying. Oh my gosh. You're a bitch. You're not an asshole. You're a bitch. All of the above. You're honestly. a punk. All of the above. That's bad. So um, the first comment is, you're the asshole. I can't even believe this is real and you don't see a problem with what you did. You're the asshole. Also saying, quote, I'm not racist. I have blank that are black. Doesn't make you not racist. It makes you look like you're trying to justify your poor actions with poor wording. You're the asshole. There's a reason people say, quote, never call someone the N-word. You might find it to be a stupid litmus test, but it's a pretty simple bar to meet, which is what makes it disappointing when people can't meet it. There are just too many joke but not a joke ways to use that word that make it hard to know who has the power in that dynamic. There's a reason you might say that word on stage in an artistic production in front of a critical audience, but not backstage to the cast, you know? I would apologize and I would explain... What was going through your head? It's possible he didn't know the reference. It might feel more forgiving if you tell him where it came from, but also acknowledge it was wrong regardless. Don't make the apology sound like an excuse. I think you can recover from this. I don't think he can recover, but that's just my opinion. The moment a white person calls me the N-word, you can say whatever you want to, but guess what? It's a no for me. And I'm going to go to Twitter and I'm going to tell black Twitter, do your thing. You want me to get into college? How about that? Yeah, exactly. Good luck. Like, there's literally no excuse. No excuse. And I don't know what the reference is, so I don't really know. I mean, you know, I used to be a thespian, but um, <laughs> not anymore. Apparently... So. Apparently, it's from Huck Finn. I know they say the N-word a lot, and like Huckleberry Finn, like in the book, but like, again, like what the previous person said, like, it's one thing to say it on stage in like a theatrical situation, but to like say it backstage to the only black guy there. And even in his writing, he said, just so happens to be African American. Like, he doesn't happen to be like black. Like, you specifically pointed to him and pointed him out and called him the n-word in front of probably multiple people who just happened to be white i really wish malik would have punched him in the face but i guess malik would have been in trouble but off school ground it would have been better for the plot yeah i'm dead please (laughs) okay i like those honestly I always try to, you know, read a few because they're good. They're always so good because it's like, duh, bitch. Yes, you're the asshole. But there are some where like the person's not the asshole. And I'm like, you're not the asshole. Stop. And I'd be irritated when people tell them that they're the asshole because I'm like, no, they're not. But is it me? Am I the drama? (laughs) That why? (laughs) I honestly, I reply to these in my free time, which I don't have much of these days, but when I do, I try to be active on the Am I the Asshole page. And yeah, people really get gaslit by their significant others, by their family members, friends. 
to the point where they have to like go and seek out advice from random strangers which is really sad i read this one where this girl was like a mother to triplets and her um boyfriend like works full-time so she's at home all day and she like said that she like has breakdowns where she just needs to like let them cry and she steps right outside and she said that her boyfriend came home early one day and the kids were in there crying and she was just right outside like outside the door and he like called her a bad mother and his family was saying the same thing about her and da 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 and i'm like would you rather her kill those kids and drown them or step outside for a minute and she had like a baby monitor so like she could it's not like you know they weren't being watched like she could see them but like again you want them to be dead or you want her to have a little break and also you're not there she's by herself and she was like young like a very young mom and i'm just like it's no way you have to fight me we all gonna be dead that that's really messed up and like i bet he probably didn't even ask her like how are you like how are you doing because honestly that sounds like i mean this is a big jump but it sounds like postpartum depression to me like She's probably very overwhelmed. She's doing all of the housework, taking care of these three babies by herself. Like, she's probably feeling defeated. Yeah. And, yeah, like you said, like, take that second to step away so that you can regain your sanity. All right, guys. And we have a black business spotlight for you all. Today, we are spotlighting the Noir Bookshop. On Instagram, they are The Noir Bookshop. Super easy. Um, so The Noir Bookshop is St. Louis's first and only concept bookstore dedicated to the Black experience. If you are not in the St. Louis area, you can actually go to their website and you can order books online. And the website that you order from will give them a part of the proceeds. So it's really cool. Their info will be in the description. And I've ordered books from them. And I've been to their bookshop. It's super cool. So if you are in the St. Louis area, please check them out. Yes, do it. I've been there. It's such like a good energy when you go there. And um, yeah, it just feels good. And also being able to support a Black-owned business feels even better. Yeah, and the owner, she is a young black woman. Her name is Imani, and she's super sweet. Oh. Her. You didn't know that, That's huh? That's nice. Yeah, because I connect with people. Yeah, and I stay in the corner. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all tune in next week um, for a discussion on hair. We plan to be serious from here on out, getting down to business, the real discussions. And from the words of the great Robin Dixon, although she is not the grand dame, when it comes to the truth, we always arrive. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. I just want everyone to know that this bitch is drinking kombucha out of a wine glass. And she made the kombucha. I apologize for calling you a bitch. I'm sorry.